1: Welcome to Move Forward Radio, I'm Jason Bellamy. In high school, kids called Tim Height swivel because of the unusual manner in which he walked. But Tim was lucky to be walking at all. Years earlier, when he was 14, Tim was hit by a car while riding his bike, an accident that put him in a coma for days, in traction for months, and in significant pain for years. Today's episode could have been about how Tim recovered from his initial injuries, but instead it's about a time much later long after he regained the ability to walk, when Tim met physical therapist Michael Noonan and started to truly move forward, to a life with less pain, to a life with athletic competition, and even to a new career, in physical therapy. Here now to tell this incredible story are Tim Heights and Michael Noonan. Tim, your story is incredible. Let's start with when you were 14, you had a cycling accident. Tell me about that.
2: Well, in the summertime, I was riding home from a friend's, but the only difference was it was a sidewalk on one side of the road, and I had to go around a car that was backing out of a driveway, and when I ran around that car, I was hit by an oncoming traffic, and from that point on, I don't remember after being hit. All I remember is waking
1: up in the hospital. So you don't remember it, you wake up in the hospital. What do you now know happened? What were the extent of your injuries?
2: Well, when I was hit by the car, both my sneakers were blown across the street. They had to cut my pants off. I had a compound fracture in my tibia and in my femur. They told me I was in a coma for four days. I came out of a coma. My dad was reading the St. Francis prayer. And then I was actually had to be put into intensive care for three weeks because there was so much defection and debris in my wounds that they, uh, I took a while for that healing and cleaning it out. And then I was put into traction. They had a pin going through my tibia and femur, and plaster cast on my lower leg, on my right leg. So all happened on my right side. And then that was for three more months. And then I was put into a half hip spiker cast for another three months. And then I was in a wheelchair for about two weeks before I actually got, was able to put any weight bearing on. So it was approximately almost a, I think it was like ten months before I actually
1: stood up. That's the goal to stand up, but were there points along the way where it was in doubt that? you could walk again or what was the prognosis early on
2: well first of all because it was a compound fracture and it actually came out through it ripped through the back of my leg my femur so it, it severed a bunch of my hamstrings muscles and uh there was so much road in there they actually decided they were, they thought it might be best to amputate my leg from right above the knee and my mom she said well that'll be like the last result
1: so you go through that experience and we hear stories all the time about people who walk again but just that experience of, of getting up and taking those first steps how challenging was that and as you're going through that what are you thinking is possible for you in the future i mean what kind of recovery are you expecting for yourself what kind of life are you expecting for yourself when you're trying
0: to take those first difficult steps well
2: being 14 I- that type of intellect at that time, that foresight to see that far ahead, but I, I don't even know if I was able to think that deep, to tell you the truth. I just knew that I wanted to stand again. I was, you know, on my back for like a total seven months of actually not getting out of bed because I have three other brothers. Everybody else was moving around me and I was incarcerated. I just was, yeah, you know, I, I know that I was I was feeling pretty, uh, pretty down.
1: So you take those steps, you regain walking, and then tell me about this nickname "Swivel and, and how that came about, because that, that sort of transitions into the next years of your life and some of the physical challenges you had then.
2: Well, everything changed once I went back to school because prior to the accident, I was on the track team. I was a decent runner and you know a very popular kid. And now I'm coming back to school. I have because of one leg shorter than the other, which I didn't know at the time, but because of the accident, it made me walk like, like a Trent Downsburg gate where I was leaned over and I would always fall. So I had this drop in my step at that age. Kids just start, they can be pretty mean and it just, it actually changed my friends. I, the kids that were my friends actually became kind of my foe, like they weren't my friends anymore because they made fun of me. So it, it rearranged everything.
1: And then the swivel nickname?
2: The swivel nickname, yeah, that came from just a group of kids. Like, I, actually, every time I walked to school, the, I guess the kids, it was apparent to them that I had a deformity. They just mocked it.
1: So you persevere through that. And take me through how much time passes between that moment and then when you come in contact with Michael and, and kind of what are the a lot of years to cover. But what's your quality of life like in those intervening years?
2: Yeah, everything changed. I just became a new person and. uh I actually came to a creaking halt. I actually took away a lot of my drive. I didn't have any desire or aspirations to achieve anything anymore, it seemed like. It was definitely burdened by my impairment, which it was unaware to me. It was almost like I was morphed into it. someone who was going to excel. It almost like instead of accelerating, I started decelerating into a different path. So it, it changed everything. Like athletics was out of my life now. I didn't hang out with the kids that were interested in sport. My socioeconomic status changed who I was
1: going to hang around with. So, Michael, let me bring you in here. When you first meet Tim, what are your first memories of him, both physically and, given what he's just said, his, his emotional state, even at that point?
0: When I first met Tim, through the first year or two, you know, I, I saw a gentleman who was, I think, just trying to find himself from an emotional perspective. I mean, Timmy would have green hair one day and orange hair another day, and, you know, he had a sweat hot that he made up, and he said he never wanted to buy a house. He didn't want to be tied down. And I think he was just really trying to figure out what was important to him and where was he going? What's the direction he was going? And he had some significant physical challenges. He had a scoliosis. I didn't know when I first saw him if it was a functional scoliosis or structural scoliosis. And, you know, come to find out in the end all, he had SI joint dysfunction, which was part of the cause of the scoliosis along with his leg length discrepancy. His knee, both medial lateral collateral ligaments were lax. He had no ACL. And yet he, he was a lumper, which is someone who is in the hull of a ship that lumps with special pitchforks the fish to bring it out of the hull of the ships when they come in. And his whole family were fishermen, and so that's what he was doing. But I think that he was searching for something more but really didn't know, you know, what it was. And so, you know,
1: what do you think is possible for him based on your initial diagnosis? What what were your initial hopes for him, and, and then how did you go about starting your treatment?
0: The initial thing was just to try to help him get out of some of the pain that he was in. I mean, he he was in fairly good shape because of the work that he did, but he didn't know what he didn't know. And that's, you know, it was really great that he came to physical therapy. And my main goal was just to get him in a little bit less pain, a little bit more functional in a pain-free manner. And so, you know, we worked towards that. I didn't know where he was going to be able to go to, given the instability in his knee and his age lead to early degenerative changes. So we just proceeded one day at a time.
1: Tim mentioned, the, you know, the, the difference he had in, in leg length, and, which he didn't know about at the time. Was that a significant aha kind of discovery in terms of figuring out what some of the pain was coming from?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely pain and or function. I mean, it, it affected his whole body. He had one-inch leg length discrepancy that he never even took into account. No one ever recognized it, and so we began to give him the proper lift that he needed, and that helped to stabilize his sacroiliac joint, and then we got him a little bit stronger and, you know, started to work. So, Tim, what do you remember
1: about those early sessions? How optimistic were you, and how long did it take for you to get a sense that, gosh, this could make me feel better?
2: It was pretty painful because it seemed like I was in that dysfunction for so long that I I was in there like every other day, like getting my SI joint reset. I believe we started out with a gradual lift just because it would have been too much to go Mm -hmm. one inch. So we started out low. So it took at least, I think it was almost two years before I actually felt without pain. Michael's a real charismatic PD, so I think that actually helped me. It kind of like gave me energy and and realized that there's hope here. I can get better. But I think from living so long without, with no understanding of what was really going on, bringing that information to me, that actually just kind of was like a, a revitalization of my character.
1: So tell me, what's the path between there and you getting on a bike again? How does that happen,
2: and how long does it take? Well, it took a few years, but like I was saying, I got revitalized. I started to realize, like, I want to get back to the person that before I got hit by the car. I loved athletics. I, my older brother was a cyclist. I have a lot of people around me that were very inspiring. And then I, then I realized, like, I can do this. Like, And Michael and I talked about, it, like, I, you know, I wasn't going to be able to run again because my knee, you know, just wouldn't be able to handle the mileage and the impact. So we were like, oh, let's try cycling. So I got on a bike, and uh, there's a local event that goes on every summer and i actually i just started to do well right away and it, and that just motivated me to just i don't know like a fire to start underneath my feet
1: so mike it's one thing to say tim you can't run i think the bike would be good for you it's, it's another thing to watch what happened you know we haven't talked about his success yet but what were your expectations for what you thought was possible for him in returning for cycling what's it been like for you to see what's happened
0: Phenomenal. Timothy has such drive, and he wants to be the best at what he does. He's going to be a great physical therapist because of that. His knee, because he has no ACL, because the medial lateral collateral ligaments are lax, it really leads to instability in his knee. And so, you know, I thought that he would have difficulty and not achieve a very high level. That's what I thought initially.
1: And so when did you start to be surprised?
0: When Timmy started to do better and better and better (laughs) And he started asking me if he could do different things i said i don't know if you should be doing that (laughs) but he's a smart man he has a strong foundation in his life and that helped him to be the overcomer that he is
1: so then tim how far has your cycling come for someone that doesn't know your story how much of a part of your life is it how successful have you been brag on yourself for a little bit
2: well i went from just a local time trial event from winning all three that were in my local area to uh, becoming sponsored by several different big companies. I was sponsored by DuPont, Ritchie Cycles, ProFlex Cycles, and that an independent company called Vicious Cycles, actually. They supplied me with the bicycles, the payment to go to the races, and I became a nationally ranked cyclist, and then actually went to the World Championships cyclocross championships in belgium three times in a row and uh, i I think i was 15th one year so it just it just went from basic cyclist to to regional champion winning the new England championship series three times in a row right
1: here in new england you mentioned earlier it took about two years i think you said before you stopped being in pain now you're pushing your body with the cycling what's your level of pain now
2: my level of pain now is definitely nothing so like what it was when I first showed up at the physical therapist's office, it's very intermittent, but, and I think because of the strength and the conditioning from cycling, all the compensatory muscles around, any muscles that weren't active are now active and I just became more stable so the pain stabilized. It's only, only every once in a while my SI joint still goes out because I still, I have to wear a one inch lift in every shoe that I wear and sometimes that still goes out so I still have a like very, very mild pain. It's not, not debilitating like
1: it was.
0: Jason, he is phenomenally strong. What he can do, I don't think I know one other person that can do what Timmy can do.
1: In saying that, are you saying, are he using adaptive techniques, and the lack of an ACL, for example? I mean, is nope. he having to overcompensate?
0: No, not at all. That's the amazing thing is that some of the functional exercises and things that he can do, you know, I'm I'm maybe seven years older than him. I can't do what he does. Right. And so it's phenomenal the drive and the dedication that he's given to be able to succeed as he has.
1: So, Tim, if you look at this, and this is kind of a story of discovery, and in some ways you rediscover the person you were before the accident, but you make another discovery along the way, which is physical therapy, and, and leads you to decide to want to become a physical therapist. When does that light bulb go off? When does that become something that you're passionate about? As
2: Michael said earlier, like I was a commercial fisherman, and uh, I just realized I always wanted to go to school, but I think because of this accident, like we were talking earlier, that it it just changed the direction that I I was heading. in, so I just became a worker, a blue-collar worker. So my wife, Mia, she just said, you should go back to school, and I was actually pushed by her, and the the only thing I could realize I wanted to go back to school was to be a physical therapist, because I realized how my life was changed by a physical therapist. I would like to be a person like who michael is that was the desire for me
1: so michael from your end you know you, you serve as a faculty member at university of rhode island which is where tim went to pt school what's it like to see the person that you watched rebuild himself now looking to essentially to, to be the same source of inspiration and care and, and improvement that you were to him what does that mean to you
0: i'm speechless I'm honored and speechless, you know. You know, for Tim, Tim was the first one in his family to go to college. And he didn't just go to college. He got his DPT, his doctorate in physical therapy. URI is an excellent physical therapy program. They had, last year, uh, they had 450 applicants, and they took 30 applicants of the 450 that applied. And to apply, you have to at least have a 3.5 grade point average to apply into the PT program. Timothy did his undergrad, not in four years, but in three years. And then he got into the PT program, and he graduated soon laude i mean phenomenal if you grow up in a family that no one's ever been to college and then you not only go to college but you far exceed any expectations and to think that he wants to be as a therapist like me there's no greater compliment that i can think of and i'm just so happy for him that he's found the place in life where he wants to be and he's just beginning his career
1: tim i asked you earlier when the light bulb kind of went off for you and yeah. as you've been going through this physical therapy program to to become a physical therapist what does it mean to you personally to be able to now help somebody and and help in the same role which Michael helped you
2: I think it means everything to me because my life was given back to me by a physical therapist i think now i have a gift i know i can give to someone else you know or many people hopefully that's the, i mean that's my goal i just i've just been blessed with the uh, understanding that physical therapists have an incredible opportunity to make changes in people's lives and, and that's who i want to be and from birth that's who i was and
1: and i've come to that reality it's not unusual to have physical therapists who decided to become physical therapists because they at one point needed physical therapy themselves or someone in their family did. So, but your story is definitely special. So, from a cycling perspective, from a bigger perspective, you know, what's next for you?
2: What's next for me? Start practicing PT. I just passed my boards this last week, so I got that information, which was great. And congratulations! Congratulations! congratulations. It was great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to building a better community where I live and allowing people to uh, change their lives. I want to put function back in people's lives and,
1: and narrow down the limitations that are out there. Well, we've definitely seen that through your story. Tim Hyde, Michael Newton, thank you so much True. for your time.
0: Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Move Forward Radio. Insight from our guest is for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for individual treatment by a medical professional. Learn more about how a physical therapist can help you and find a physical therapist in your area at moveforwardpt.com. For an archive of past episodes, visit moveforwardpt.com radio.